This episode is brought to you by Progressive, where customers who save by switching their home and car save nearly $800 on average. Quote at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $793 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2021 and May 2022. Potential savings will vary. Stepping on board the IS-9 is nothing if not a roll of the dice. So, if you're going to take that chance, at least have some really gorgeous, high-quality, unique RPG dice to roll with. Fan Roll by Metallic Dice Games have classic metallic dice sets, but also gemstones, acrylic, liquid core, and even a glow-in-the-dark option that's super cool and super handy when you can't find any night vision goggles. So many colors, materials, and designs to choose from. Plus, listeners to this show get 10% off your order. I'm guessing as a sort of consolation prize for listening to this show. Just use the code OZ9 at checkout. Get dice that are as unique as you and your character. Go now to fanrolldice.com and choose your dice, Space Monkeys, and get 10% off with code OZ9 at checkout. Like much of the rest of the ship, the crew bunks are almost deliberately unpleasant. The music is continuous and cheesy, there's a weird odor, the walls are liver-colored, and the beds are short, lumpy, and ill-tempered. Leet wanted to do something to make everyone's bunk feel like home. Using what tools he could find aboard the Nine, he crafted everyone a metal sign saying Welcome, spelled W-E-L-L-K-O-M-E, which manages to be slightly wrong in both English and German, and hung them over everyone's beds. Which is very sweet, except when you're uncontrollably shooting lasers out of various body parts and the blasts keep pinging off the metal sign. After just eight minutes of both shooting and ducking laser bursts, Colin emerges from his bunk, confused, exhausted, and singed. What the bloody hell was that? You're alive? How the hell are you alive? I'm sure I shouldn't be. I was hit any number of times. I'm pretty sure they were holes straight through me. But they just closed up again. But there's no holes in your suit. Yes, those appear to have closed up as well. How is that possible? I know there was a hole straight through here. I saw sunlight. Um, ew. But we'll discuss that in a moment. For now, can the two of you get to the bridge? Can you walk? Yes. In fact, I'm fairly sure I can fly, but let's not test that here. You didn't even spill your martini. What the hell is going on here? Good almighty, shut up and follow the doors. They're on their way. What damage did he do? A lot less than I'd reckon, to be honest. Turns out those bunks are insulated to the hilt, which is odd. It's like G2 were concerned the crews would be building campfires or something, which is also odd. There's an entire hold filled with Graham crackers, chocolate, and marshmallows. And pointed sticks. Where is that? Never you mind, not having you hyped up on sugar a second time. What is taking them so long? I'm taking them the long way round. Colin's still a tiny bit radioactive. Thought I'd let that burn off a bit before exposing you lot to him. What? What about Jessie? Oh, don't worry about her, she's Scottish. What does that even mean? Dr. Van Happenstance, 
What the hell is going on? So many superpowers, and yet remembering my name is not one of them. Believe me, I would happily trade firing deadly laser beams out my... Firing deadly laser beams for better name retention. What else have you done to me? Maybe don't get angry again? Good point, dearest. Colin, keep a lid on it, mate. Or it's the flip, got it? Certainly, that'll help me stay calm. What exactly is going on with you? Are you even a real person? Of course I'm a real person. Or at least I was. I'm not even sure anymore. You know, I came on this journey to leave my problems behind me. Did it work? Well, did it? So, what happened? The albatross gave me an olive. I'm guessing there's more to this story? The olive was one of mine. Expecting a paragraph getting phrases, can we pick this up a bit? It was one of my experiments from the G2 Innovations Lab, loaded up with rather a lot of superpowers, you see. I was not expecting anyone to actually eat this. It was more of a, uh, transportation device. Superpowers? Like firing lasers and healing really fast? Among other things, yes. Come on, Doc, spit it. Why else? Well, I know he can smell really good. Really? He hasn't showered in, like, a week, and it's been a pretty stressful week. Not what I am meaning, my boy. And his hearing is much improved. Really? Because I've been asking him for days to clean his mess out of the microwave, and he still hasn't done it. I said his hearing has improved. There's nothing I can do about his listening. You realize I'm right here, right? We know his sight has changed. He can see in the dark. And the hallway signs. He can see those as well. Ah, so you can see the hallway signs. I was wondering about that. I'm not sure they're entirely accurate. But yes, I can see them. They're everywhere. Didn't you just tell me you could fly? Fly? That is the coolest thing ever. Do it! Do it! Ah, no, I don't think so. Levitate, maybe. I think I'm pretty strong. And fast. I carried Dr. Von Haybenny here to the bridge without breaking a sweat. How strong are you? Could you lift Leek, for example? I don't know. Let's see. Carefully. Don't worry, I'll lift from the knees. Not you I'm worried about. Go on. Can you lift him then? <coughs> Apparently not. I'm pretty dense. You know, when people tell you that, they don't mean... Never mind. And then there's the lasers. Is there anything else we should know about before it shows up and nearly kills someone? I don't know. Doctor? Honestly, uh, there is already more happening than I had planned. Uh, the Olive is integrating with Colin's body chemistry in ways I had not foreseen. This will take a bit of studying. Is it permanent? Ach, this is the hundred dollar question, is it not? We are now in the wait and see part of Colin's evolution. Colin, you're going to have to be completely honest with us. Anytime a new symptom, power, whatever shows up, you need to tell us. So I can decide whether or not to flip you. What? Olivia! Look, I promise we won't throw you out an airlock. We just need to know what we're dealing with. Is there anything else? Well, there is one more thing. What is it? You shoot fire from your fingertips. You can stream music out of your belly button? What? What sort of superpower is that? I don't know. Like, for helping babies sleep on airplanes? That would be nice, actually. Ooh, friend Leet, I'm writing this down. Back to the matter at hand, I think. Yes, apologies. So, Colin, what else have you discovered? Well, uh, when I hiccup, 
the lights dim. Well, that's stupid. But playing music for your navel is completely reasonable. Yeah, that uh, makes no sense at all. Can you uh, show us this hiccuping dimmer switch thing? Well, no, I'm not hiccuping, am I? It only happens with real hiccups. Boo! Ah! What the hell was that for? I was trying to make you hiccup. You scare hiccups out of people, not into them, you plank. Sorry. Uh, yeah, probably best we don't scare Colin just at the moment, all right? Oh, yeah. It's okay, little fella. You just take a couple deep breaths and exhale slowly. Hopefully not fire, but if you do, it's okay. Just point it that way. Shut up. And stop banging me on the head while I still have a neck. I am thinking perhaps you could follow me to my laboratory and we can do some testing, my boy. Leet, perhaps you would uh, be willing to accompany us? Ooh, can I help with the tests? Certainly. You can stand between me and Mr. Electric Martini Man here. What if he goes all veiny and laser you again? There's a lot that could get destroyed in there, or possibly come alive. Don't worry, Olivia. All the experiments are put safely away, and almost none of them can open drawers on their own. As for the lab, it is well insulated. What do you say, good fellow? Shall we learn more about your powers? Yes, all right. It won't hurt, will it? Don't worry, my boy. I am 100% certain I will be fine. Oh, thank God. Wait, don't worry. I'll sing to you if it hurts. You think causing me more pain will help? See, no, that's just rude. Are you alright with this? Alright? I have a crew member who shoots lasers when he gets angry and has superpowers we don't even understand yet. How could I possibly be alright? Hang on, crew member. Okay, there are those quote marks again. Do you actually think Colin is a crew member? Well, yeah, he's our PR guy. Of all the things I just said about Colin, crew member is the bit that's bothering you? A crew member. In a tuxedo. He was a last-minute fill-in for Matt the Engineer. He's carrying a martini! He was probably recruited while he was at a party! I don't even know what to say right now. Well, that's a first. And a gift. Look, could you help me get control of my ship back? Also, we probably ought to check on Emily in the 778. Olivia, can you open comms to Cal's room? Opening comms! The uh, fun thing about radishes, you see, is that they uh, have a very long history. Radishes were used to pay laborers who built the pyramids, and in Mexico, the night before Christmas Eve, is the Noche de Rebanos, so uh, kind of the radishes. Nope, 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 nope. Everything sounds, and I realize how ironic this word choice is, normal. Fine. We'll assume Cal's under control for the moment. Now let's see if we can say the same for the Nine. As the Oz-9 continues on some unknown course through the inky blackness of space, guided by an unseen hand, one member of the crew is on a quest of her own. Only, it's not really her quest. This is ridiculous. I cannot believe there isn't a map of these pods. He's here somewhere, but how am I supposed to find him? We will find him. And the little dog, too. We have only begun to look. You must have the patience. Why do you keep searching for that dog? Even if you found it, it's too late. The shuttle would never make it all the way back to Earth now. Oh. Uh... Really? I have not done the mass. Well, perhaps the Oznan must be happy with just one Lebichon Frise awake. It's cute you think we'd choose you over the dog. I am aware I have been insulted. I shall remember that you called me cute. In air quotes, I assure you. What are you looking at? 
There are some headphones here. I hear a little man talking. What are these for? Well, I don't know, do I? Hand them over. Hot Bay 78, the Bottega Veneta Wing, houses just over 1,100 pods. Most occupied by Instagram influencers and YouTube makeup tutorial stars. Most notable pod occupants, or podcupants, and I just coined that expression, trademark pending, include pod 7758, Count Fourquois a la Monde. Count Fourquois was born Simon Shearing in normal Illinois. What are you hearing? It's a guided tour of the pods. I'd just like to point out that tour guiding and narrating are two entirely separate skill sets. The narrator license has far more stringent requirements for completion, including successfully passing a comprehensive exam called the verbiage. Whereas, just about anyone can throw up a shingle and call themselves a tour guide. Any attempt to replace one with the other will be met with a cease and desist order from a representative of the Narrators and VoiceOver Professionals Guild. Thank you. What? A tour guide? Why? That's an excellent question. They can't imagine the crew would need this information. Ooh, let me listen. At the tender age of 14, Simon first donned a cape, planning to demonstrate a few sleight-of-hand tricks on YouTube, mostly for the amusement of friends. His skill and magic was far less interesting to viewers than his ability to create a really smoking smoky eye, and he quickly rose to fame and fortune as a DIY makeup artist. But this is nonsense. Who could possibly care about these? A really good smoky eye is a sort of go-to for a night out. Oh. And with these informations about the make-upping of the face, he is rich enough to afford a pod? He's aboard the Oz-9. With this crew. Still feeling envious? At least he will sleep until Cal goes poof poof. And who do we have to blame for Cal's current active status? I had to do it! I am an assassin! You're an idiot. Perhaps. But I am also cute. Aww. You know, we have met before. I very much doubt that. Well, until very recently, you forgot you had a husband. I can still hear the quotes. Fine! All I am saying is your memory is not to be trusted. But, we have met before, in a laboratory. Ugh, my memory of it is hazy like Vaseline, but I know it. Hazy like Vaseline? Hazy and smeary. Ugh, challenged memory or no, I'm sure I'd remember you. Because I am cute? No, because I would have killed you in some very inspired and creative way, and that I would remember. Can we get on with this? Après vous, madame. I am remembering. It was cold. There were many people lying down and miserable. Ah, perhaps a holiday on an English beach? Stop. We have never met. I made it a practice to avoid other assassins after Lady Trout took over the guild. I am not doing that stupid, secret handshake. Oh, you mean these? <laughs> yes, it's absurd. How 
how exactly is doing all that every time we meet supposed to keep our identity secret? <laughs> Plus, it takes forever. Oh, yes, all right, all right, you can stop now. But I am only halfway through. Uh, I don't really like this part, though. <laughs> you have to do it with your eyes closed, and that just isn't safe. Idiot! Drop the headphones before you choke on the leash and let's go. Ow! You see what I'm saying? As you approach the door, you'll find the lottery section, where ordinary citizens who won their way aboard now rest in their rather less fancy pods. These pods don't rely on the murder protocol, but instead keep passengers suspended in stasis goo. How occupants will feel after 25 years is anyone's guess. Pod 8540 contains Glinda Brokowski McRory, who famously fell to her death in a parachuting accident. Or did she? Dot, dot, dot. Really? Or did she? Dot, dot, dot? Seriously, some people will let anyone into their ears. I mean, get some proper training. Learn diaphragmatic breathing at least. It takes endurance to sustain interest over a long expository section. It's a marathon, not a sprint. Anyway, down in Dr. Von Habesetzer's lab... So, young fellow! And that's how you narrate an ellipsis. My god, it's a madhouse in here. Is it possible to turn off at least some of the lights? Certainly not. I am bombarding you with sensations to keep you off the balance. I notice you have been scribbling in the notebook from time to time. May I see it? There's not much. You only just gave it to me. Yes, yes, but anything could be helpful at this point, I am thinking. You really have no idea what you've done to me, do you? Not a clue, but uh, I'm a scientist. We are better guesses than most people. Not comforting. Here, as I said, there's not much there. I haven't had time. Hey, Doug. Can I pet this? Probably no, young leap. But this notebook is full. What? See? Every page. It's super cute. And it's purring. Whatever it is, it is not purring, I assure you. Answer your sides, please, Mr. Leet. I can't. My biceps are too developed. Aye. Well, cross your arms in front of you, then. Nope. Chest is too big. Friend Leet, your struggles with your very impressive physique are intruding on my time with Colin here. Perhaps you can find a quiet space with nothing in it to also develop the thoughts? Can I take this thing with me? I, I won't hurt it. I am not so concerned with you hurting it, my friend. Trush now, please. What are you doing? What are those? Now is the time for being calm, I think. If you want me to be calm, waving electrodes at me isn't going to help. These are not electrodes, my boy. They look like electrodes. Okay, they are electrodes, but they're very small ones. I knew it! Ouch. Yeah, how did you know that? I can barely identify a hammer. Or a doorknob. Have a really strange house. Yes, it has servants in it. And I read the engine manual on the way here, so yes, I know what an electrode is. Now, you read the entire manual of the engine while you were walking here? Yes. So? So, it is very long and complicated. Also in Farsi. Oh, that was Farsi. I wondered why it took so long. Now, I am going to plug you into this machine. Why not read, uh, this while you are waiting for me to finish? The Ethics of Experimentation and Other Bothers by Dr. Friedrich von Habersetzer. It's a manuscript! It is. 
and so much trouble writing in the English. Here is Miss Albatross's red pen. Perhaps a quick proofreading while we are working, hmm? Fine. Not uh, just at this moment, my boy. Some very fine calculations and calibrations happening. Ah, much poetry, eh? It's the cat? Not a cat friendly, but a highly sophisticated reconnaissance machine. This fur makes it nicer for handling. Shushing now. I think I made it mad. You can't hook me to that. You must be insane. Not at all. We need to bring all the powers to the surface while we are in the safe space, you see. Then we shall know with what we are dealing with. Ready? Wait! Doc, look out! Pull! This episode is brought to you by Shaker and Spoon. Captain's Log, Stardate... I don't know, there's like 140 stars within a mile of me, so we're going to skip that bit. We received a package today from a company called Shaker and Spoon, and Colin and Jesse are already face deep in the box. It has three recipes for creating cocktails, plus all the ingredients you need, minus the alcohol. As someone who's been gargling swamp hooch for the last how many forevers I've been up here, wow. We got the vodka brunch box. Each recipe makes four servings, and we've already had the blood and sage and the slow rush. So easy to make, even Greg the Zebra was tending bar, and the results were magnificent. If you're foolish enough to listen to this show, we've got an actual smart thing for you to do. $20 off any linked subscription if you go to shakerandspoon.com oz9. Get a box delivered to your airlock each month and $20 off your subscription at shakerandspoon.com slash OZ number nine. Enjoy, Space Monkeys. Captain out. For the next several minutes, things got pretty noisy in Dr. Von Habesetzer's lab. Whatever it was Elite was trying to pet finally had enough and jumped out of his arms and onto Colin's back just as Dr. Von Habesetzer administered the shock. Colin's powers did emerge, only with even less control than the doctor had hoped for. Lights dimmed all over the ship, which isn't unusual. All the instruments on the bridge started spraying sparks, which also isn't terribly unusual. But the aromatherapy went nuts, dumping virtually every scent into the ventilation system. Olivia led the coughing, choking crew to the doctor's lab, which at least has oxygen tanks in it. <coughs> going on in there? Olivia, can you see what's happening? <coughs> I can't, I'm afraid. The lab circuitry is all buzzing and popping and I can't get in. Door was sealed as well. Oh, hang on, stand back. <coughs> what My God, what the hell were you up to in there? Yes, I'm fine. Thanks for asking. Is everyone all right? Yes, we are good, Captain Madeline. Just a little scorched on that. Although I feel a bit dizzy. I believe I will just sit here a moment. That was so cool. You're all right, aren't you, dearest? Symmetry intact. There's a lot of smoke pouring out of there. Is anything on fire? Uh, I hear something. Something's moving in there. We're all out here. Doctor, what's alive in there? Nothing. There is nothing alive in there. Not in a biological sense. 
Then what the hell is coming toward us? Hello? Who is this? Hello? Jesus! Jesus! Jesus. Whew, sorry, that was unexpected. So, as we close out episode 25, the crew has just grown by one basically fictional character. Who exactly is this Joe? Is he real? A machine? A figment of the crew's aromatherapy-addled imaginations? I'd say stay tuned to find out, but chances are we'll never get a truly satisfactory explanation. In the meantime, the cat-like thing Leet was attempting to pet has disappeared, and the jolt of electricity through the ship disrupted both Cal and the 778 repair bot babysitting him. If that's good news or bad news for the crew, well, we'll just have to wait and see. You've been listening to Bonnie Brantley as Jesse, Aaron Clark as Le Bichon Frise, June Clark Eubanks as the Albatross, Richard Cowan as Leet, Tim Sherburn as Colin, Kevin Hall as the tour guide, Shannon Perry as Madeline and Olivia, Eric Perry as Head One, Dr. Von Habesetzer, and Joe, and me, Richard Nadolny, as your narrator. Our music was composed and performed by John Faley. Our artwork is by Lucas Elliott, and Oz9 is written and produced by Shannon Perry. Don't forget, the Wi-Fi Sci-Fi Live event is happening in April 2020, and you can be a part of it. Six podcasts, including Girl in Space, Ninth World Journal, Moonbase Theta Out, Relativity, Sage and Savant, and yours truly, Oz9, will be taking the stage in Seattle, Washington for one unforgettable evening. Help us make it happen by contributing to our Indiegogo. You'll get some great benefits, as well as helping bring podcasting to an even bigger audience. Support independent audio drama, go to wifisci-fi.org for more details and a link to our fundraising page. Until next time, Space Monkeys, narrator out. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. What is Wi-Fi Sci-Fi? It's girl in space. Tales of Sage and Savant. The Ninth World Journal. Relativity. Oz9. Moonbase Theta. Out. It's girl in space. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. What is Wi-Fi Sci-Fi? Find out at Wi-Fi Sci-Fi dot O-R-G. Wi-Fi Sci-Fi. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish. One foot after another. That's all I can do. That's all any of us can do. I was remote ops in the war. Neural implants let me control trucks, drones, whatever you got. Now I'm back and all these government-issue prosthetics are falling apart. What the hell are you doing in my barn? I'm just looking for a little power, and then I'll be on my way. That'll be Arlen Frey. He must have seen you on the drone feeds. Who is he? The meanest son of a bitch with a badge. Broken Road. A dystopian audio drama coming Monday, July 25th, 2022 on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere else you like to listen. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Broken Road Pod. Learn more at www.recursor.tv forward slash Broken Road. <laughs>